Hey guys, welcome to Relentlessly Fit with Becky, where we dive into all things fitness, body, mind, and spirit. Each week we will dive into a new topic covering mindset, fitness tips, and everything in between. Can't wait to get into it. All right. Well, hey guys, welcome to Relentlessly Fit with Becky. I am Becky, and we have a special guest today. Today we have Blanca Went, and she is going to be talking. We're going to kind of do a little Q and A of her fitness journey. She has gone through an amazing transformation, um, and she's a mom of two kids. She is a wife. She is a working mom, so she works outside the home, and she has just been on an incredible journey for the last. How long has it been? How many years? I think I started when Anissa was about like two, two and a half. So probably like 2012 going into 2013. Okay. So, so about eight, eight, oh, nine years. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a whole bunch of knowledge and we are going to pick your brain today about all things fitness. I have some questions from some followers on Instagram and I have my own questions for you. So Let's go ahead and get right. into it. Well, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So Blanca, first, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and how you got started into fitness. Okay. Well, I grew up in Crystal Lake. I've known Becky since high school, sophomore year. So you've been friends for what? Like Too long. <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> We're old. Um, we are very old. Um, so yeah, I grew up in Crystal Lake, um, middle-class family, you know, I wasn't really too much into fitness in high school. Um, always was probably one of like the bigger girls growing up. Um, so I don't know. Um, I have obviously a little bit of a track background. We did track together, um, some running background as well, but I didn't really start really pursuing it or considering myself a running a runner until I had Anissa so probably about like I said 2012-2013 was when I really started um and I really really started my fitness journey just because I had a toddler and I was at like my heaviest which was 224 pounds uh, and you know me I'm like super short I'm yeah, not you- even five foot Okay. 411 <laughs> and a half. Um, and I just, I didn't have the energy, um, to do anything with her. I was always so tired. Um, I mean, she would come home from preschool and we would take like these two, three hour naps together. Um, just cause I had no energy and I never wanted to be that mom. I wanted to be an active mom. I wanted to be a mom that was running around with her child and, you know, to be able to keep up with her. So, yeah. um, I really just wasn't happy with myself and, you know, finally made the decision to do something about it. Perfect. I love that. And I love that you brought up track. Cause I always forget that about my, my story. <laughs> so but you were a sprinter. Yes. I forget really? that. I do. I forget it. I, I think I blocked out some of our childhood, <laughs> but all right. So you, you started your fitness journey about nine years ago. You were a new mom because Anissa is your oldest. 
And you are now starting this new journey. She's two years old. You have, you were a stay-at-home mom at the time, correct? Or were you working? No, at- I was working. Okay. I was so you were working. Working. I was working at State Farm. I was part-time, um, but I was still working about like 30 hours a week. Okay. Um, so not like super part-time, but I was working. So- yeah. You're working outside the home and you have a new baby. Your husband is working and how, so what was the most challenging part of starting this whole journey? Hmm. I mean, that's a pretty complex question Mm -hmm. just because I feel like everybody thinks that like the working out is the hardest, but for me, I feel like it's getting into the right mindset and the right mentality. Um, so like it was, um, kind of like I would see progress, but I would be like, it's not fast enough. It's not happening fast enough for me. Um, and I really struggled with that. The, the mentality of, you know, really trusting the process and trusting my body to do what it needed to do. Um, and I think that's something I actually still struggle with, um, a little bit. Um, so I would say probably the biggest thing was just getting into that mental game of when you're starting it, you just think, oh, it's a diet. I, I'm going to do this for a couple months and it's going to change my body. And I think people need to realize that it's not a diet. It, it's a lifestyle change. Because if you really think about it, if you go back to the way that you were eating before, whatever you've lost, you're just going to regain it. Yes. Yes. That is so good. I'm so glad that you said that because it really does come down to the mindset. You can have the perfect workout plan, the perfect nutrition plan, but if you don't have the right mindset of this is a lifestyle you're not going to stick with it and you'll be right back where you started. It's not worse because then you'll end up binging or whatever it might be. Right. Uh, I mean, that's where you hear people go from fad diet to fad diet. You know, some people will be like, well, I did Atkins and then I'm doing, you know, Weight Watchers and now I'm going to do keto and, you know, paleo and whole 30. And I think people end up complicating it so much for themselves that it it's almost they mentally put like hurdles that it just comes down to just you got to do what works best for you and what works best for you might not work for somebody else yes exactly it's almost like you have to put blinders on and it's just okay head down eyes up let's go and you have to focus on you and you and yours All right. Um, Okay. So how did you get your family on board with this new lifestyle? Did they ever get on board? (laughs) You know, I actually have a very, very supportive husband. Um, So it was never like I had to get him to be on board with with anything, like whatever I wanted to do, whatever, however much money I wanted to invest in whatever he was always 100%. Like he never questioned me, um, about anything. Um, we have even pushed you a little bit in the beginning. 
he would push you to let's try this. Oh yes. My husband is very much so, well, why don't you try this? Or why don't you try that? Or, you know, his big thing is you need to put it in perspective, Blanca. You know, he's like, when I'm like really negative or I'm like in a horrible mind space, because it just happens. Mm -hmm. um, He's just like, you have to put it in perspective. Remember where you were then and where you are now. And even though I'm not where I want to be, and I don't know if I'll ever get to, I don't know if I'll ever mentally be like, yes, this is a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent happy with the way that I look. Um, it's just that putting it in perspective of what I looked like back then to what I've achieved, um, really helps. And I think sometimes when you're in it and you feel like you're grinding and you're doing the best that you can, and it's just, you're still not happy with what you see in the mirror. You kind of forget that eight years ago, you looked very, very different. Yes. And even taking it away from how you look because your transformation is amazing. If you're okay with it, I I like to share this with, with the peoples. Um, but just your, your overall health, like how you eat, how you move, just everything, your whole lifestyle has just 1000% evolved into this. I don't know. There's this amazing thing. It just makes me so proud to think about back then Thank you. knowing you and now knowing how you live and what you do. So, all right. Um, so kind of going off of this whole, does your family, how did you get your family on board? Um, one of the questions that we got are, what are some of your go-to meals and does your family eat the same thing as you? I think that's a big thing for us moms is, well, my kids and husband won't eat the same thing as me. So I just don't do it. Well, see, I have an extremely picky six-year-old. So no, he does not eat what I eat. Um, you know, we're such a busy family. My husband works some crazy hours. Um, he actually is just on his way home at 6.15 right now. So most of the time I, I don't make big dinners just because it's just me and the kids. So uh, I really do just tend to like make the kids more kid-friendly foods during the week because I am working. I work five days a week, so I'm tired. You know, like today I came home and it was like, we got to do laundry. We got to do this. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, sometimes it is just, I'm going to make you a quesadilla or you're going to have ramen or we're going to go get McDonald's. Um, Real life. Real life. Um, for me, I just try to keep it, my meals as like easy as possible. Um, I like to have lots of protein on hand, like, you know, grilled chicken, chicken thighs. Uh, we did steaks this weekend. So we had a ton of steak, um, this week. I really like like the steamable vegetables. Mm-hmm. Bird's eye has some really great combinations, you know, they have like some with sauces, some with just like seasoning, um, others that are like kind of like cauliflower rice that's, you know, pre-seasoned. So sometimes I'll just do something like that with just protein, just because it's quick, it's fast. I don't have to like cook anything. Um, yeah. Or I really like um, making in the wintertime, like chilies or like soups. 
you know, just something in bulk that I can eat a couple times a week. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. It's important, especially with your lifestyle to have stuff that you can grab and go and cook things in bulk. So you can just grab it throughout the week. Well, and I think a lot of people get hung up on the, it's processed food. You know, like if it comes in a bag, it's processed or something. That's not really the case. Like I, I watched this TikTok influencer and he's a dietitian and he's like, you know, some of like the frozen vegetables are actually probably fresher than like the fresh produce just because it, it gets, you know, processed or cut or however, and then it gets frozen right away. Mm-hmm. So it's not sitting, it's not being transferred in like trucks or anything. It, it basically gets processed and frozen and then it ends up in your fridge. Um, you know, something like that is not, super processed it's just frozen whereas like if you pick up like a jar of strawberry jelly like that is ultra ultra processed yeah you know because been completely like transformed from its original state and ingredients have been added to it to make it taste better yeah so I think people need to like stop thinking of like certain like frozen vegetables or frozen fruit or anything like that as being processed foods. I agree. And I think it goes back to overcomplicating it. Sometimes I think it's easier for us to overcomplicate it. So then we have an excuse of why we don't have to actually do the thing. So I would definitely agree with that. Or people are like, well, I have to make every single one of my meals, you know, every single day so that it's like fresh. No, like you don't. And this is why I say like, yeah, maybe if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're able to cook your, your meals every single day. But like for a working mom, it's just, it's not, I don't want to say it's not attainable, but it's not, it shouldn't be something that you feel guilty about. Yeah. You can't, you know, make every single one of your meals from scratch. Exactly. And that's the beauty of you count macros. I count macros and most of my clients do too. That's the beauty of counting macros. Cause if you're out and you're in a pinch, you can grab healthy. They're not the healthiest, but you can grab options that will fit into that same lifestyle that you're trying to fit. So you don't always have to have these gourmet meals on hand. Right. For sure. And I think I think people think, well, when I'm trying to lose weight, like I cannot have ice cream or I can't have candy or or I can't have all of these things that you like to have. It's just, it's all in like moderation. Mm -hmm. It's all about eating, let's say 80% of your day nutritiously. And then the other 20%, you can, you know, have a little bit of the junk. It's not going to kill you. Exactly. Yeah. We have someone that's snuck in here. Hang on. Who's that? Becky. Oh, there we go. I'm like, did you freeze? Or did <laughs> I freeze? No, it was me. It's my, it's my internet. And I have a little visitor. Okay. Go watch hi, it. Charlie. Say hi. All right. Well, she's going to join in. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> hang on. Mom like. Yeah. 100. (laughs) Okay. So this is a good question that came in. 
Um, how do I know if my form is correct? So you do a lot of lifting as well as I do. How do you know when you're in the gym, you, you have a, a home gym. So how do you know when your form is correct or when you're just beginning, how, how, do, you, how do you conquer that? I am a huge firm believer that if you are a complete novice to lifting, you should invest in a gym and actually work with a trainer. One, just because you don't want to hurt yourself. Because if you hurt yourself or you get injured, it's going to make you not want to, it's going to be like an excuse. You're going to be like, well, I'm injured, so I can't work out. Or, you know, I can't continue doing this. Um, I didn't get a trainer when I started my fitness journey in 2012, 2013, because I did track um, and I did the shot put and the disc. So my training plan after school for track was pretty much all in the weight room. So my coach was the football coach. He was very much so into form. He taught us exactly how to do a squat, how to bench, um, you know, how to do cleans. So I already had that background. Um, I already knew what a proper squat was, how to properly bench press, how to do a, a, you know, like a clean without like injuring myself. Um, so it all just kind of like came back, but, um, I'm not going to say that I have, I do have a home gym now, but I have done like, you know, I did like little boot camp style gyms. So then, you know, I did have trainers that would correct my form, um, every once in a while. And then about, what was it in like 2019 when I really, really focused in on weight training, um, I just got like a cheap membership at like a, one of those 24 hour gyms, um, and I would, I would sit there and I would talk to like the trainer that was like on hand and I would, I would ask them, okay, you know, I'd watch a video of a move and I'd be like, okay, like, can you just explain this to me a little bit? Um, not necessarily, I wasn't paying them to train me, but it was like, can you just show me how to do this move? And most of the time they're very receptive. Yeah, that's a good, you. that is a very good point that I didn't think of. If you don't want to invest in the trainer, maybe you financially, you can't invest in the trainer right now. Um, most of them are going to be receptive of if you ask them, Hey, can you just show me how this move goes? Cause it's easy to watch it on YouTube, but sometimes seeing it in real life just makes it more, it just makes it click better. So that's a good point. 100%. Well, it's, it's also like, if they're, a, if they're really in it to help people. Yes, I get it. A personal trainer obviously makes their money based off of their clients, but if they're in the gym anyways, and they're not working with anybody, you asking them like a simple, Hey, can you just check my form? Shouldn't be like a a make or break question. Like, you know, they shouldn't be like, well, you know, you need to pay me like $25 an hour for like a 10 second, like consultation or whatever, you know, (laughs) excuse me, you're not like that's how, you know, like you got, you found a good trainer, you know, like someone that actually cares about what they're doing. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And 99% of them are in it for the people, not, not for the money. Right. I would say also like, don't discount the other lifters in 
the gym. I think a lot of people have this preconceived notion that like anybody that's working out is like rude or like douchey or like they're not willing to like explain or help. I've actually found that there are a lot of people that are just very receptive to just helping or, you know, just they're, I feel like the lifting community is just very supportive overall. Um, I think people get intimidated when they walk into a gym, especially as a female, like a woman walking into a weight room and it's like a sea of men. But I would say probably like 70% of the people working out would be more than happy to help you or, you know, answer a question or spot you or whatever. Yes, I agree. I feel like I have learned a lot from just the people in the gym of them. Hey, how do I do this? Or am I doing this right? Or you're benching freaking a hundred. I don't even know 135 mm-hmm. pounds right now. You're this little, little tiny girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Teach me. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the lifting community is it's a community. It's an amazing community. It's a community of its own that a lot of people are intimidated by, but once you kind of just let those intimidations fall away. Right. They're amazing people. I think people forget that you're not a born athlete. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, there are people that have, that have more athletic ability than other people, but nobody is born being athletic. You know, it's something that you train. It's, it's, it's a commitment. It's hours in the gym. It's, it's, you know, like everybody started somewhere. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Everyone does start somewhere. Um, all right. So going into that, someone is brand new to lifting, working out. Um, a lot of us think that we need to be in the gym for two hours plus a day to see results, especially when we do start. So one question we got was, how long do you think you should work out for it to be effective? Um, I remember one of my trainers from like one of my gyms said, it's not about the amount of time that you're putting into it. It's amount, it's about the quality of the workout. You could go to the workout six, seven days a week, but if you're not actually pushing yourself, if you're not progressively overloading, or if you're not, you know, whatever it is you're doing that day, sprints, lifting, cardio, if you're not pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone, it's just kind of like, you're never going to change, right? Yeah. You're never going to really progress. Yeah, I would agree. It's almost like that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Well, it's almost like that. Just a 1% better every single day. If you go into your workout with, okay, I'm just going to do 1% better than I did yesterday. You're going to see results. It's going to take time, but you're going to see the results no matter how long you're in the gym. 100 for sure. You know, and then like, I think people forget, like, you have a life outside of the gym, <laughs> you know, like I have kids, like, um, sometimes I can't get a hour workout in, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I only get a 30 minute workout in, but I do the best that I can. And I push, 
as much as I can within those 30 minutes. And at least I got some movement in that day. Maybe it wasn't what I wanted, but you know, you have to tailor your workout regimen or regime routine into something that's capable for you. Like setting yeah. expectations, like setting an expectation of I'm going to work out five days a week, or I'm going to lift five days a week is possibly not attainable for some people. Maybe some people really are. I can only get to the gym twice a week. Yeah, that's, that's true. Fine. Yeah, exactly. You kind of can't go off of what everyone else is doing. You really do have to tailor it to your lifestyle, especially when this is something that's new. It's not a habit yet for you. If you start out and you're like, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours a day, six days a week, you're not going to last very long. You might last two weeks, but you won't last long. I mean, I think it's like an inside, like a running joke with like lifters, like lifters that have been doing it for a while, you know, like after Christmas, you know, the new year's resolution and everyone's like, oh my God, the gym is super packed right now. And you're just like, yeah, it's packed, but give it like a month, a month and a half. And it's going to go back to the same people that were there before. Yeah. Because I think people really do not understand the commitment of lifting. Um, Cause if there's no commitment or like determination, you're not going to see any changes or any progress. And when it comes to weightlifting, it takes time. It takes your body time to build muscle takes your body time to, to lose fat. Um, and these changes, you're just not going to see them in your body quickly enough. Um, and I think that's why so many people that make that new year's resolution, like I'm going to get fit. They like give up after six weeks because they're not seeing the results that they want, but they haven't really put the time or the effort into the results that they want. I agree. people think that the minute you start working out, you're just going to like lose weight or, you know, you're going to like look tone or whatever. Um, one of the biggest things that, you know, I, when I started losing weight, I was doing a lot of cardio and my goal was always to, I want to look tone. Well, how am I going to look toned if I have no muscle mass underneath? Like, Thank I'm gonna, you. like, you know, like I have to create muscle in order to look tone, but people don't know that people don't understand. People are like, well, I'm running like five miles a day. And I just, I don't look tone. Well, of course you don't look tone because there's nothing underneath there to make you look tone. Exactly. Yeah. I saw something yesterday that was like, toned is a word that the fitness industry made up. You're really building muscle, you're maintaining your muscle. And then once you're burning the calories to burn off the body fat, you're going to look quote unquote toned. You're going to see the muscle that you've put in the work to build. So yes, you're basically going to, you have to build it, which you can't build muscle when you're trying to lose weight. I mean, (laughs) unless you're like a very novice, like lifter, it's very difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to eat in a surplus, you, which means you're going to gain fat. You're going, you're, the scale is going to go up. Um, and then you basically go into a cycle, you go into a bulking cycle and then people go into a cutting cycle. 
Or if you don't want to do it that way to do like a body recomp at maintenance, which is you don't go up, you don't go down on the scale takes a long time. It, it does. It could take years, months, years to, to see any sort of change. Yes, I agree. I think especially the body recomp will mess with your head a little bit just because you aren't trying to lose a lot of weight. You might have five to 10 pounds that you want to lose and you're not seeing that change on the scale, but your body is changing and you're going to see that over time, but it is not uh, three weeks later, you have this amazing transformation. It's years of building that muscle of maybe cutting a little bit and then bulking a little bit, or, you know, there's, there's so many, it's just a cycle. It's a, it's a huge cycle. So you said a lot, said a lot of good things in that portion. Um, the, the one thing I want to hit on just because we are going into the end of the year and you had talked about January 1st, um, what would be your one piece of advice and you probably already gave it, but I want to kind of drive this home. What would be your one piece of advice to someone that is looking to start a journey? They're like, okay, this is my year. 2022 is my year. I'm going all in. What would be your advice to them so that they don't end up with one of those people that is gone six weeks later? I would say this might be a little controversial just because like I probably would benefit from it. Um, (laughs) Getting a therapist or speaking with somebody because um, I'm going to be like 100%. I definitely do struggle with like body dysmorphia, especially being, you know, having always been the bigger girl growing up. And then all of a sudden, you know, I've lost all this weight. So like, it's like people that wouldn't, talk to me in high school all of a sudden will like comment on pictures of me um so that kind of like messes with your mind a little bit where you kind of like are like okay well now that I'm a little bit more aesthetically pleasing people are willing to give you the time of day and it messes with you because you're just like well why wasn't I good enough back then why is it I'm good enough now um so that's what I'm saying like I feel like a therapist you know, really understanding yourself um, mm-hmm. so that it's about you and not about anybody else um, is what I think people like overlook or like people just think, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna take like six weeks and it doesn't. And it's, it's mentally taxing. It's a roller coaster. There are moments where you're and an all-time high when you see the scale going and then they're on an all-time low when you're just like this I'm working so hard and the scale's not moving and you know like it's a lot it's like you're it's it's time it's sweat it's tears it's sometimes you injure yourself you know unintentionally it's it's a lot uh mentally that I think I think people just overlook that. Yeah, no, I think that's a very, very valid point of you got to put in the inner work while, or even before you're going to do the outer work, because there's a lot that goes on. I didn't even think about that whole where people that 
used to not talk to you when you were bigger are now talking to you and how much that messes with your mind and how much it's like, well, why, why wasn't I good enough back then? Mm -hmm. And the, the like, okay. So me being your friend, I just want to like drop kick those people and be like, you were like, you were, but I can totally see how that can affect your, your mind and just mess with you so bad. But see, like, this is, this is in those moments where that's why I have a very small circle of friends. I choose mm-hmm. the people I surround myself with extremely selectively because I am 100% loyal. Um, I'm, you know, I'm there for my friends when they need me or, you know, whatever, whatever they need. Um, I don't need to speak to you every single day to know that we're friends or to validate my friendship. Like that if you were to call me tomorrow and be like, I need you, like, I'd be like, okay, like I'm there, but I'm not, people aren't always as receptive to that. Do you know what I mean? Like not everybody is as forthcoming or like real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for me, like I, I'm at an age where I don't need any drama. So I keep my circle of friends extremely small. Um, and I surround myself with my husband who is amazing, who encourages me, who's there, who has loved me at my absolute worst and loves me at my absolute best. Um, and that's what you really need. You really need people that are going to be with you. We're going to be ride or dies through every single phase of your life because the fake people yeah. never stick around or they're there for you when it's convenient for them. Yes. Yeah. So if you are looking to change your life in 2022, focus on your brain and focus on who's around you. Take, take, stock, of, take stock of that circle. I agree. Um, all right. Well, we kind of wrapped up the last question. Is there anything else you got on your mind? Anything else that you would want to tell somebody that is starting? So, okay. So, you know, I'm like a huge, I love doing cardio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do the Peloton app and I, one of my favorite instructors, Jess Sims, she has just recently started saying, um, this like little catchphrase or like this little phrase, um, whenever we're about to do like a, let's say like, it's like a sprinting interval or whatever. And she'll be like, okay, it's time to get into your, your mental jog. We need to start jogging. Um, and she's like, I know you're not ready, but it's not about feeling like you're ready. It's about making the decision that this is what you're going to do. I love that. You're never going to like, there are moments where you're going to doubt yourself. There are moments where you're gonna be like, I don't know if I can do this. And it's, it's, it's not a feeling. It's just, and it goes back to, it's a mindset. You just Mm -hmm. choose to do it. In that moment, you choose to change your life. It's not a, okay, this is a feeling that that it's the time to do it. It's just the decision that somebody has made. I love that. 
you don't have to, it's not about feelings. It's just deciding to do it. I think so many of us, I feel like I need to put that on my wall because there are days where you just don't feel like doing it, but you're just going to do it anyway. You got to just do it anyway. And nine times out of 10, once you start moving or eating or whatever it is, you're going to feel 10 times better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I'm like in my funkiest moods, I'm just like not feeling it. I'll just be like, I need to get a workout in. And then I just feel a hundred times better. Um, Sometimes, especially for me nowadays, working out is not about like just getting the workout in. Sometimes it is like my mental release. This is like where I can just if it's a stressful day, like this is where I can push and I can just burn off all that energy or whatever, you know? Um, You know, another thing Just Sim says is you can't control your first thought, right? When you hear something, you know? And I'm a pretty, 100% I can be a very negative person. You can't control that first initial thought. You can control the thought after that. Yes. I, I like that one too. I like this person. <laughs> it's, it's so. so true though, because it goes back to, you can't control what someone does, or you can't control the first thought that pops in your mind, but you can control how you react to it, how you're going to respond to it and what you do after. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I mean, good. Yeah, like if she's, if she's calling out, okay, I want you to do an incline at a six and I want you to run at a seven, of course, my first instinct isn't going to be like, oh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be like, oh, Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God, I can't do that. And then it's just going to be like, it's okay. What's the worst that's going to happen? I can't keep up with the speed. So I turn it down a little bit, but I'm still doing it. I'm still getting the workout. Or you fall off the treadmill and get your hair cut in it and (laughs) (laughs) you die. I mean, that's the worst that could happen. (laughs) no 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 I love that that is good that's a good note to end on I think I think you guys take listen to this one again she said a lot of good points in here there are a lot of little nuggets in here um so definitely listen to this one again listen to this one a couple of times because there is a lot of good info so thank you so much Blanca for your time thanks for doing this for us and I will talk to you later it's been fun Thank you for having me. Of course. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening today. Just in case you don't follow me on social yet, or maybe you're just not aware yet, I wanted to let you know that I do offer one-on-one training. So this is online personal training. It is nationwide. You can do this from anywhere. And I really focus in on helping women Find their strength in their wellness through lifting, nutrition, and mindset. And that last piece is so key. The mindset behind all of this is so important. It's so easy to be motivated in the beginning of any fitness journey, but as things start to slow down, you plateau, you things just get in our heads a lot. That mindset piece I found has really really, it really plays a big key. So that is why I focus in on it. And lifting is my jam. You do not have to be an avid lifter to start with me. You can be a beginner. You can be an avid lifter, whatever it might be. 
I am just here to help you however you might need that. So if that is something that you think would interest you, I will put the link in the show notes here. Um, Go ahead, fill out the application and we can talk more. But I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.